gonna do it like 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 this. Old school to new school. We got the interviews. B-Boy Reg and Butter. Butter. What up, dog? Red footage and rhyme ciphers. Producers and songwriters. Our podcast is live. Out cold. You don't have to write bars to be a superstar. We interview them all. Managers and A&R. Should legends and athletes and record execs. Your favorite rapper's favorite rapper may be on the show next. If you're trying to get lit, then I'll show us the light. Blue checks don't mean shit if the mind ain't right. Like, share, and subscribe. Comment when we live. We on all platforms, so you can watch anytime. Funky fresh in the flesh, y'all. Subscribe now. What up, though? This is B-Boy Red. I'm DJ Butter, y'all. What up, though? What up, though? Funky fresh in the flesh. Yes, Man, we, yes. We got West Coast legend in the house. Yes, yes, threat. Indeed. What's yeah, going on, sir? Man. What's up with you, man? Hey, uh, man I couldn't wait to make a B-Boy Red. I couldn't wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. This B-Boy favorite L.A. artist right here. This is man. this thing guy. Uh, oh, boy. Oh, my mom. <laughs> Not favorite doing, L.A. Man? artist. Doing, doing good. Yeah, good, good, good. That's hey, good, look. man. Be blessed. Be blessed. Huh? So, um, so my boy used to do uh, record promotions here in Detroit for like different labels, and one day uh-huh. he popped up. He gave me this promo copy of "Sick in the Head," right? So I'm like, "Yeah." So he was. I'm like, "Who That's is this?" Bad. He was like, "Um, this threat." And I was like, "Threat? Where I hear that name from?" He was like, "Yeah, he was on death certificate too." So I started looking it up, man. I I wore this damn cassette tape out, man. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. All the way in Detroit, man. For real. Yeah. Damn, <laughs> man. And it's it's yeah. funny. I love I never, Detroit too, man. Right. Yeah. It's funny. I never brought the the actual copy from the store. I kept playing this promo copy, man, and it was like. Like man, it was it was something else, man. Hey, it's 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 we did a lot of promo copies, but this is like the original. This is the one. Ooh. Yeah. Monkey <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> press in the flesh. <laughs> yeah. Hey, good to be with you guys. Hey, I was, I was telling Tash when we interviewed him, I said, man, like, you know, it was a lot of L.A. artists that made you, probably made you feel a little gangster, right? But I told him nobody made me want to be a gangster more than Threat. I wasn't a gangster, <laughs> but it was something about the lyrics that, because it was certain artists that was getting pushed on BET and MTV, and they had an image. So... You didn't have a this lot of visuals out there, but the words and the lyrics made me like, damn, it was so believable. Like, I think on one of the songs, she was like, I stepped in so much dog shit, they couldn't smell my prints, right? So I was like, damn, yeah, it was the visual of that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think it was on Get Ghost when you were saying you was running from the police. Yeah, on Get Ghost. I like a track I, star. I, 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 I had ran from the police the day before we did the uh, the Let the Dogs Loose video. Yeah. So, uh, 
um, that was kind of crazy because I was so damn tired and I had to redo what I just did. <laughs> wow. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. I was just talking to Dazzy D earlier today and uh, he was playing me this song that uh, him I think we glitched out a little bit. Yeah, I think the connection got, but we'll we'll pop back up here shortly. But because you had that, uh, you had one of the songs on vinyl, right? Shut your punk ass up. Yeah. Shut, shut the F up or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. We back on. Can you see, Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I don't, we don't see I'm, you. Though, I'm, I'm by the airport and shit, so it, it kind of got that plane's coming in and going and shit, so I'm fucking up my signal. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah, we can hear you. Can you hear me? See you. Yeah. My house. Let's see. Let me hit the speaker, man. Let me hit the speaker. All right. Hit the speaker. Hit the speaker. All right. So the speaker on, we got you clear. We just can't see the visual on it. Let's see. Let's get you back. Notice how they sound is off too. Yeah, it was. It was probably that plane going up. Yeah, probably have to log back, log back on. Yeah, so what's going on, butter? Man, it's just taking it to the top, man. <laughs> just keeping it going, Reggie Ridge. Oh yeah, that's dope. Yeah, we we have to come back on. Sick in the head, y'all. Make sure y'all go get that album, man. Google it. Yep. All right, let's add them back to. All right, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah. All right. I'm by LAX, so a lot of the planes, when they coming in, they be stealing the signal and shit. So. Oh, okay. Know, I hang up on my bras and all that shit all the time. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I got a I got a question to ask you. You had the skit on the album, and my man was like, um, I think he was talking to some the side dude or something. He was like, I might have to do some time, but I'm gonna get you. <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was some stuff that Poo, uh DJ Pooh had hooked up. He that okay. was that was his uh, <laughs> yeah, that was his stuff. He always coming in with, with the with the key uh 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 you know come ins with that. So that's that was him. So, okay, and hey, we loved it as soon as we played it. But we were like, "Oh shit, hell yeah, we using that!" And so, yeah, yeah, that was hilarious, man. I was like, "Damn, this nigga, hilarious. dude, solid." He like, "Man, I might have to do some time, but I'm gonna get you." Okay, <laughs> he dope. was he was the one that was always putting like trying to even it out. You know what I mean? Because yeah. everything was so 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 real. He was like, well, we got to even this out a little bit. We don't want to just be on the edge of their seat like that. We got to kind of like even it out, make it, you know what I mean? 
palatable, if you will. Okay. Hey, yeah. let me ask you this, man, because like when if somebody really a fan or like even like some of the, the artists that most people West Coast, man, your resume is deep, man, from like working with Pot, Cube, King T, the Licks, all of that. How was it working with all of those guys? Man, it was like it was like so real for real. Because a lot of these dudes I looked up to, you know what I mean? So, okay. you know, I was hearing them before I was me, really, you know, so it kind of like it, it it resonated in a different way. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and, and working with each different individual was different than the next. You know what I mean? Okay. So it, it, it was, it was, I've been on a nice roller coaster ride. Oh, yeah. Easy E, you know, Snoop Dogg. Uh, Razkaz and Trey D from Dog. So we all we, we we. It's like people that wanted to rock with me. I rocked with them. Put it that way. And so right. you know, it was always all good. Okay. Yeah. What you been working on now, Threat? You know what the game been missing seeing you, man. <laughs> well, me and Sir Jinx, we gotta we gotta uh, cut out. Um, guys, go get the Animal Channel. Is Deadly Threat uh, featuring the LA Zoo, uh, produced by Sir Jinx? Check it out. It's on Spotify. It's on you know all uh, most of the networks. So you guys go check that out. I'll get okay. a load of that. Yeah, that's dope. Hey, when when people and talk we're about to, we're trying to we're trying to get out there. To the, we're trying to get out there, man, to go do some shows with you guys, man. To show oh, up, man, and blow up, so, man. So that would be nice. Hook it up. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, a, a lot of people mentioned we'll be, uh, we'll be square, man. Right. So a lot of people uh, no, I was saying a lot of people they mentioned like top producers. I don't think Sir Jinx get enough credit. Man, he's definitely one of the underrated producers, and um that's my boy. We used to listen to all kind of stuff in class. We wasn't doing our homework or nothing. We was listening to music in our class. And so me and him would be over in the corner listening to stuff. <laughs> Talking about, ooh, listen to that. Listen to this. Listen to this. Right. So I've been watching him since junior high school. We went to junior high together. So we was, we've was we been friends ever since. Okay. So you I watched him before he was a producer, in other words. Yeah. Right. You you ever dabbled in, in in the movie scripts and stuff yourself, like yeah. writing movie scripts? Because yes, you're so sir. visual with the rhymes, you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yes, you sir. Got something coming. Yeah. Well, I'm working on some stuff right now. I got a couple of things under my sleeves besides my arms, and uh, yeah, yeah, we're working on some stuff. You know, and matter of fact, the new album. Uh, we kind of like putting it in more of a movie form versus just the you know video form. We putting it in a more of a movie form because I, I got so many songs, man. You, you know, I've been missing for a while. I kind of disappeared, like kind of how uh, Michael Jordan just left out of nowhere. Everybody was like, "What the hell? What the, he leaving? Why? The nigga ain't leaving like that." So you know, but I've been working for all of years. You haven't heard of me you got about two or three albums to listen to put it that way 
I got a okay. hundred old songs you ain't heard, and then I got a hundred new songs you ain't heard. Okay. And and on top of that, word on the street is you was go doing some ghostwriting too. Well, I just wanted to concentrate on me for a while, but okay. Ghostwriting wasn't something that I volunteered for. This these were requests. So, right. You know, that wasn't even something that I actually do. But they requested it, so I, you know, I just obliged. You know? Okay. So, and that that comes from being on death certificate, I think, because after that, well, actually, it yeah. doesn't, because my first record that I did a ghostwrite was with King T and Mick Jagger with that I should diss you. So that was my first one before I was even signed wow. before I even did my own stuff. So, wow. Yeah. So I was just looking you at know. that part. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, so that's that. You still, so it, it, you, you know, it was more of a request, and so. I, I didn't mind doing it. You you write often, like you you keep wine books around, like or, or you you write with a beetle. You want to see? <laughs> you want to see what my? Can I, can I show you what my computer screen look like? Uh, <laughs> you're gonna trip off. These are these are songs. Can you see that? Oh wow. yeah! Wow! Oh yeah! There it is, the new threat, the threat albums for four or five years to come. It's <laughs> a catalog. They're not ready for me. I'm, oh, I'm dropping this year. Okay. Y'all keep playing with me. I'm gonna drop an album every month. Right. For the next two, three years. <laughs> I'm not yeah. playing with these dudes, and I do it for sport. I don't right. do it for nothing else. That, that's the only reason I do it. I don't do it for money. I don't do it for clout. I don't do it for none of that. Like I told them, they just, man, we want to give you your flowers, nigga. Make sure it's green. Right. Part <laughs> 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 two, man. The PTSD project, man. Check us out. We, we go yeah. hard, man. So, you know who inspired me the most? I, I don't want to take over the interview. I would rather you guys ask me the questions. I like answering questions. But this dude, E40, man. This dude mm. really inspired me, man. He 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 the one that really got me on this third leg going like, okay, mm, I ain't stopping. And I want to jump right. out and I want him to hear me. At first, I didn't care who heard me. I didn't care. I was just I was just telling you what I did last night. That's all I was doing. Right. My whole album is about what I did this week and this month and this year. That, that, that's all my album was about. It wasn't really about, you know, uh, trying to impress anyone or anything like that it was just more so let me i wrote down what i want what i just did that's all it was <laughs> right so, you know hey, i think Trey, cube liked it, that part about me you know you was, was you you hands on with all the marketing back then all of the uh the flyers and the promos and the, the way the album None of it. well the um, album covered yeah but as far as the okay. promo no because I didn't know nothing about promotion or nothing like that. So I kind of depended on my label to kind of do that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? You know, and uh, they did the best that they could. But to be honest with you, they didn't know how to promote me. They didn't know how to market me because I'm doing West Coast raps, damn near over East Coast type of beats. And so they, it, it was confusing for them. They And they admitted, they were like, man, we don't know really how to market you. 
even though we just gave you two hundred fifty thousand dollars, but we still don't know. <laughs> we we don't know what to do. <laughs> so you right. Know. But I mean, I, I don't even blame them at all. Like I said, I, I I wasn't really in it for the money. Most of the people that approached me and got my when deals were made and stuff like that, they approached us. You know, so right. you know. Yeah. Man, talk about like your legendary verse on a death certificate. Say the wrong word, then whistle down the street like a bird. Bust a U turn back come again, back again, sir. sir. I said, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> like, I picture being on the street when that happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, how yeah, did that come about? Yeah, buddy. Well, that was just my reality. Okay. So it wasn't something that I, you know, these aren't words you can look up in the dictionary. You know, these are, these are things that are actually happening, you know, during right. the time. So, like I said, I was just referring reflecting on what I did yesterday or last night or the day before or the you know the month prior and that's right. basically all it was I like uh rap to me is therapeutic for me yeah. personally I don't know about anybody else I heard LL my boy Todd he was like yeah man because this is not a sport I was like mm, not for you maybe but you know for other people it might be you right know? to me rap was therapeutic you know what I mean um I'm, I'm 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 different so i you know i use it to it's like a therapeutic outlet for me so that's what I, that's the reason that i rap i don't rap for funds i don't rap for money i don't rap for none of that that the reason i do rap if i was if i was a bum living under a freeway in a tent you probably catch me writing some raps if you came by <laughs> i'm yeah, just saying so i love to do it it's a it's a lovely sport um and I adore it and I'm never gonna stop doing it. That's dope. We don't want you to stop, man. I'm not I'm kind of mad that I I'm kind of mad that I let my fans down because now I realize that you know people love you, people want you, people, you know, they don't give a damn why you're doing it, they just love that you're doing it, you know what I mean? Right. right. So I do kind of feel a little remorse, and so for that. I'm gonna get y'all album every month. I don't give a damn. I don't care if it's sale. I ain't worried about none of that. That's not what I do for income. Yeah, cause it, it was a it was a gap of just garbage out there for a minute. I was like, where thread at, man? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> like be like, yeah. Every time I um we interviewed somebody from the West, <laughs> we interviewed somebody from the West Coast. I was like, where thread at? I think they was hoping that I disappeared so they could get some shine. I was like, man, we hope this nigga don't come back. Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's like that's like uh, Michael Myers. They can come back in part four. Like, this nigga's still alive. Oh, my God. We got to run again. So, hey, how did, um, how did the collaboration with Tupac come about? Well, actually, uh, DJ LL Cool J's uh, DJ actually hooked that up. Bobcat actually hooked that up. Wow. And um, me and Pac had kind of had a little riff. He liked it, my broad. And I think she liked it, him too. <laughs> so <laughs> I wasn't having it, nigga. <laughs> having it, nigga. And he knew it. He was like, mm, I don't know this nigga. You sure the fuck don't. But that, what's crazy is, and this is a message to all you fellas. 
we end up becoming close friends, bro. We ended up becoming close, you know. And um, she the one that told me he died. She was like, baby, what's up? I was like, what the fuck are you crying about? She was like, he's wow. dead, they killed him. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Wow. And it's crazy because a few months before then, I was going to Snoop House to pick up a check. I had never been to this particular high rise where he was staying. And so when I got downstairs, the butler actually said, hey, he said, I know who you're going to see. So I figured like, okay, well, maybe this nigga left the word downstairs. Well, this idiot sent me to Pac's house wow. instead of Snoop's. Wow. So when I get to Pac's house, I'm knocking on the door and shit like, shit, what's up, I'm here. He opened the door like, what the? How you get here? <laughs> he he didn't know what was going on. I'm like, well, Snoop back. He was like, Snoop nigga upstairs. I was like, oh, okay. Well, let me get upstairs. He was like, no, nah, hell no, nah. nigga, come in and have some Hennessy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and we and we chilled. We chilled so hard. I was like, nigga, I got a ten thousand dollar check upstairs. I'm supposed to be picking up. Nigga. Like, let me get upstairs. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I never told nobody that story. So wow. <laughs> I had to tell you guys, but yeah, yeah, wow. but yeah, man, I, I love all these dudes, man. I do. I, I even love a lot of the kids, man. I like a lot of them, you know. They got potential, you know. And you know, I think everybody that do records, if you do an album, you got one song on there that I'm gonna like. I'm gonna I, I have to give you that benefit of the doubt. I do. Right. I just that's just me, you know. With everybody and people that I didn't even expect, you know, I was like, "Oh shit, okay, you kind of tight. You look weird, but you kind of tight, my nigga." <laughs> so I, I get it. You know what I mean? Right. Right. <laughs> hey, you but you yeah. mentioned um you mentioned Bobcat right and and uh -huh. the LL Cool J connection and everything. And when we was um I think actually when we interviewed Tash too. We was talking about how important that whole L.A. Posse click was and all the people man, that was around that. Were you involved with that as well? Man, I was there when it started, bro. Okay. So I, I was there when the alcoholics was doing the buckwheat. Y'all don't even <laughs> wow. know what that is. Swabby wow. D was one of the original members. So Tash actually came in and took Swabby D's you know, place because Swabby D was the hype, hype, hyper. And that's okay. what Tash is. And so, and I never told Tash that. I mean, that's my boy. But I never really told him that. But that's who was there. That dude was so hyper, bro. He passed away. It's been like 30, 40 years. I'm like, shit, damn. I don't want to reveal my age. But yeah, it's been some years, you know, since he passed. But that was, that was my boy, too. But what's crazy is Tash ended up being my boy just like Suave D was. <laughs> is that crazy? Yeah. You know what's so wild, Fred, is, is that um did, did you know it was a Compton, Michigan? And no, it, I had no idea. It's like that you know, it seemed like the, the, the relationship with us would would even Detroit alone and, and LA hip-hop. <laughs> <laughs> we we fuck around be related like somebody daddy <laughs> I mean we gravitated to y'all music like off rip you know what I'm saying the King T's 
Well, we no. do we do have a similar everything, man. Last time I went to Detroit, right? This is when Dr. Dre had got into it. I think he socked a police officer or some shit, knocked him off his horse mm. or some shit like that. So I forgot. I think I was on college tour or something with um with Stethosonic and uh, 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 De La Soul and a few other people. We was on a college tour. And uh, I went to go see one of my folks that live out there. So we went to this, and you guys might, uh, um, I don't know if you guys know, but we went to this little strip club and stuff. And I was like, this shit kind of feel like home out here. This is kind of <laughs> crazy. <laughs> yeah, bro. And that was the first time I felt like, okay, let me keep my swim warm, you know. Yeah. It's crazy out here. I like this shit. This is my type of shit, you know. Sticking ahead, you know what I mean? Right. But that was the last time I've been to the D, man. Wow. Yeah. That's funny. You know the connection with with y'all and, and funk music, the Parliament stuff y'all was sampling and stuff is, it, it's a beautiful thing. You know here here we are. You know I used to live around the block. Where, wow. Yeah, we was paying homage, bro, because yeah. that's what started our whole little get down. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I live right around the block from George Clinton's studio in East Point. It's, that's, it's this. that's crazy, you know, that, man. That's how he got hip to Funky Fresh in the Flesh, because I used to put flyers and stuff in the studio, you know what I'm saying? That's so, you know. crazy. Last time I was chilling with this dude, man, we at we out here at Skip Sailor Studio, and uh, mm -hmm. me, uh, Jamie Foxx, DJ Quick, George Clinton, we all four in four different rooms. We in th uh, three different rooms, and uh, I think I think Quick was messing with uh, uh, George Clinton, and then me and Jamie Foxx had our own room. We was doing you know doing our own thing, and uh, I got into a ping pong match with this dude uh, uh, Jamie Foxx, and he whooped my ass. I said, "Son of a bitch!" So. I told Quick, I said, man, whoop his ass, man. Then he whooped Quick ass. I'm like, God damn. So we played again. I said, man, if I win this time, man, you got to do Wanda for the rest of the night. He said, all right, threat, bet. <laughs> he whooped wow. my ass again. I was like, God damn, I can't win for losing. That boy can play ping pong like a motherfucker, man. <laughs> hey, dog. Bad ending. <laughs> Hold up, man, because in, in like just in 10 minutes, you went from you went from Pac to going to get a check from Snoop to playing ping pong with Jamie Foxx, dog. I wouldn't, I wouldn't and DJ believe Quick. If I and, DJ Quick. And, DJ, and, and DJ Quick to play. So, right. Yeah. That's funny. It's crazy, bro. Crazy life. Hey, crazy. I want to ask you about mm -hmm. this, man. You know, you had the 50 years of hip-hop. Oh, why why la didn't put nothing big together like new york did like you know is it the politics out there or what what is i think i i think they no i don't even think it was the politics i think they just didn't understand the dynamics of what was actually transpiring and the reason i say that is i come from the 70s from breakdancing now let me tell you how i started breakdancing by the way i taught cuba good and how to breakdance for the movie that he's breakdancing in We'll get back to that later. Okay. 
I ditched junior high to go teach this nigga how to break dance. But anyway, so we used to, I learned how to break dance by looking at uh, New York City crew. They was on the Merv Griffin show, right? Mm -hmm. I'm talking, this shit was exciting, bro. Like, we, you got to understand, we didn't have nothing to do. And mm. that, that was like something new to do. I was like, I got to learn how to do this stuff. How the hell is he spinning on his head? How's this dude doing? What, what the hell is it? So I had to learn. I was one of those inquisitive kids like that. So if you don't go back to that era, it's going to be hard for, for, for you to transpire into the 50th. And I realized that by seeing a lot of the comments and a lot of the, you know, genre and the rhetoric that was going on behind. And I'm like, y'all are not, y'all not really understanding what just transpired here. Right. We just pulled off something that everybody thought wouldn't happen on only that, or that was impossible, and we pulled it off, and we and we actually did it together. We 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 corresponded, whether we was doing it uh, 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 knowingly or not. That's another subject, but we definitely corresponded enough to where this we made it happen together. Like like you know. My love for rap came from Rakim, MC Rail, you know, people like this, you know, Ice wow. Key, King T, you know, Cube wasn't even existing yet. You know, Snoop, there right. was no such thing as a Snoop Dogg or anything. So we we was we was doing stuff, you know, back early in the day. And um and so they don't they don't have a good picture of what ha actually happened you know, what actually happened. Because I think if, if somebody did a short film and showed them what actually happened, then I think they'll be a little more appreciative and just go, you know what? You're right. You guys actually did that. Like, nobody thought, that, nobody outside of the hip-hop world thought, and even people that probably was in the hip-hop world didn't think this thing was going to last for 50 years, bro. Right. For real, for real. So I know Curtis blows hats off to my boy Curtis, man. Biz Markey, rest in peace. A lot of these dudes that paved the way, Schooly D from out from the wood. You know, a, a lot of things. Ice T. If it wasn't for Ice T, a lot, but a lot of people don't know. If it wasn't for Ice T, a lot of this shit wouldn't even be going on, bro. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I know he's doing his TV show stuff and all that stuff now, but if it wasn't for him, a lot of this stuff wouldn't have been happening, bro. For real, for real. We just yeah, uh bro. LL just had a, they just did a, a concert here. LL was the headliner and Ice T came out. And I was like, oh, I'm shit. glad they did that. You I'm, know glad what I'm, they, I'm so glad they did that, man. I'm but, so glad that they did that. Yep. And going back to what yeah. you were saying, like he made the comment, Ice T made the comment, like if y'all really go back, Y'all will really, y'all will be surprised why I'm here, right? You thought you would never see this. But what was even more interesting was it was a whole group of people there that only know LL and Ice T from acting. And that's when I felt old as hell. 